Sotadaf Yud Gimal, the last thing we were discussing was the concept of Midah, Kenegan Midah, not only when someone does something bad, he gets punished according to what he did, but also when someone does something good, he gets rewarded uh, along those lines. Same thing with Miriam, she waited for Moshe, and therefore uh, Benesa waited for her, and we went through the whole story of Miriam and how Moshe was born, and with that we're going to start Yud Gimel Amud Aleph, seven lines in the second wide line by the two dots where it says Yosef is Zacha. Yosef uh, took care of his father. He buried his father, and he was the greatest one there. So Moshe took care of him. So now, why is it in the beginning? It says Yosef went to bury his father, and all the uh, Paro's slaves went with it. But then it says, the house of Yosef, his brothers, and his father's house. And then at the end it says, it says that Yosef came back down to Egypt, him and his brothers. And it said, everyone else went to bury his father, meaning the Egyptians. So what just went on over there? So, the Egyptians, before they saw the honor of Israel, didn't respect them. After Yaakov's burial, when they saw how special these people are, then they gave them respect. Meaning in the beginning, it was Kol Avdeh Paro went ahead of, his, of Yosef's family. And afterwards, they gave Yosef's family the kavod of going first, and then they came. They went to the threshing place of Atad, which is on the other side of the river. But did Atad have a Goren? Did he have a place where they crushed the grain? So Amar Biabhu Yaakov. What really happened was that they put crowns around Yaakov's coffin, Lo Atad, like a granary where they put thorn bushes around to keep it safe. Shabao Bene Aisavu Bene Ishmaelu Bene Ketura, all the children of Aisav Ishmael Ketura came to give Kavod to Yaakov and they put their crowns around his uh, coffin. Now, when the Egyptians saw the Kavod, they also gave Kavod. Tana Kulam, Lemilhamaba, originally they all came to war so because they wanted to fight over that Me'alata Machpela. Once they saw Yosef's crown, Hanging on Yaakov's coffin at Lukulan Kitrehen with Laum Baronoshal Yaakov, everyone took off their crown and hung it on Yaakov's uh, coffin. Tana Shiloshim Veshisha Kitarin with Lu Baronoshal Yaakov. There we have a Braita that 36 crowns were hanging on the uh, uh, on the coffin of Yaakov. Rashi explains one of Yosef, 12 of the Nisiim of uh, Ishmael, 23 of the Alufim of Isav. Next, it was a very big eulogy, very heavy eulogy. Even the horse and the donkeys felt sad that Yaakov passed away. When they got to Ma'atamachpela to bury Yaakov, Ataisav came in. He said, Hey, I'm not letting this happen. He said, he said, it says over here that it says, Kiryat Arba Yehivon ve'amar b'Yitzhak, and we know the Yisav knew this already. Kiryat Arba, Arba Zugot Hayu, there's four Zugot, Adam Bechava, number one, Abraham Sarah, two, Yitzhak Rivka, three, Yaakov Elah, four. However, when when Yitzhak passed away and Rivka passed away, they were buried in Ihu Kabrid Le'ah Bedideh, 
Yaakov the David Le'ah in his spot, and what and the grave that's left is mine. Amru Zabinta. But but the, the the brothers the children of Yaakov said yeah but didn't you sell it? I sold the the bechora. However, pshituta mizabini. Did I sell even the 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 regular stuff? Meaning, okay, I'm not a bechora anymore. But what what is rightfully mine? Okay, even let's say I was a second born. I I still deserve that. Amru led the children of Yaakov said, "In you're right. You sold also the other side. Dichtiv bekibri asher kariti li, because Yaakov said to Yosef, you should bury me in the in the plot that I that I dug up for myself. En kira elashon mechira. He sold it. He didn't dig. He sold it. Sheken bekrake ayam korin mechira kira." In the if overseas in the in the islands they say mechira they call it kira meaning I bought off you amalehu havuli igarta so now I said I've got smart because show me the document amrule they told him igarta bar adam mitzayim it's in in Egypt uman nezil who's gonna go there nezil naftali naftali go there he's fast the kalil kealta he's as fast as a deer the chiv naftali ayadash shiluha notenim reshafer he's like a deer amaribi abu atikreim reshafer eda imre sefer that uh, he brought the, the book from Egypt. Either way, while this was going on, Hushim Beredidan, Hushim, the son of Dan, Tamanavai was there. Viakiran le Udnan, he had a problem hearing he was deaf. And Amar Lehu, and he said, My hi, what's going on? They told, they, I guess, sign language, or they, they told him in language he understands that I said, I was not letting Yaakov be buried. Naftali comes from Egypt with the, with the contract. Amalehu Hoshim said, "Be'ada ate Naftali me'ada Mitzrayim until my uncle Naftali shows up from Egypt. He Abi Abba Mutabe Bizeon. My grandfather is going to be sitting over here in disgrace. Shakal kol fighter kestek mahye areshei hit Asav on the head and killed him. And Natran Ainev and flew Akaraad Yaakov and his his eyes fell out." And they fell by the lap of Yaakov. But Hinu Yaakov Laine Yaakov opened up his eyes and he smiled. Tzadik was happy because he saw revenge. He'll wash his feet with the blood of the Rasha. At that point, Rifuaz's prophecy came into, into fruition. Why should I lose both of you in one day? Even though their death didn't happen on the same day, however, they were both buried on the same day. Now, Ve'ilo Asak be Yosef, but still, if Yosef didn't deal with the burial, Ehav, Lavum, Askebe, the brothers would not have done it. Vakiti, Vaisuoto, Banav, Atsakinan, everyone, all the brothers took him to Eretz Kenan. But like my answer is Amru, the brother said, Hanihulo, let Yosef deal with everything because Kevodo, Bamelachim, Yoter, Mebehed Yotot. It's more Kavod for our father that Yosef, who's a king, is dealing with the burial than regular, simple people like us. Now it says me lanu gadol mi Yosef. The Mishnah said, "Who's greater than Yosef that uh, Moshe took care of him?" Tanu Rabbanan bor ekam chavivot mitzvot al Moshe Rabbeinu. Come see how much Moshe Rabbeinu loved to do mitzvot. Shekolisa kulant al skuba biza. Everyone was dealing with spoils of Egypt. They were getting the silver, the gold. Behu nit aseg ba mitzvot, and he's gone around looking for mitzvot. Shenemar. 
חכם לוי קח מצוות, סמארט פרסן טקסט מצוות, ומנין היה יודע משה רבנו היכן יוסף קבור, סהדר משה נוהר יוסף אוס בעריד, אמרו חז"ל סדת סרח בת אשר נשתערה מאותו הדור, סרח, the daughter of Asher was loved from that original generation, הלך משה אצלה, so משה went to visit the old lady, אמר לה, and he told her, listen, כלום את יודעת היכן יוסף קבור, do you know where יוסף אוס בעריד? אמרה לו, ארון של מתכת עשו לו במצרים. אני אומר, תשמע, they made a metal coffin for him in Egypt. הוא קבעוהו בנילוס הנהר, and they put him in the river of Egypt. כדי שיתברכו מימיו, because they want the water to be blessed in his זכות. So, הלך משה ועמד על שפת הנילוס. משה went and stood by the bank of the Nilus river, and אמר לו, and he said to יוסף, יוסף, הגיעה העת שנשבע הקדוש ברוך הוא שאני גואל אתכם. Um, he, said, he told him, Yosef, the time came for, uh, for HaKadosh Baruch Hu to get us out of here. And time came to, uh, to keep that swear that you made us swear, to bring you to Eretz HaKadosh. If you show yourself, great. If not, then we're clean from the swear because we tried and uh, we can't get you. And right away, Yosef's uh, coffin started floating up. And don't ask yourself questions, how did metal uh, float? It says by the students of Elishava here, that one of them is chopping wood and the metal part of the axe fell into the water. And he said, oh, what am I going to do? I borrowed it. And Elisha said, where did it fall? Showed him where he threw, a wood, he threw a piece of wood and the the metal the piece uh, floated up so you see if Elisha could do it Moshe could do it and if Elisha the student of Eliyahu is a Talmud of Moshe because everything you learn from Moshe and if by Elisha the metal floated because of him if for Moshe Rabbeinu all the more so that the metal would float and that's how we got Yosef. Rabbi Natan Omer, it wasn't in the river. Rather, he was in the graves of the kings. So he went and stood wherever the burial plots of the kings are. And Amar Yosef, Yosef, the time came for Hashem to get us out of here. And time came for us to keep uh, our side of the swear that uh, we have to get you out of here. If you show your face, great. And if not, we're clean from the swear. At that moment, Yosef's uh, coffin started shaking. Moshe took it and brought it to him. All those years that Benesa were in the desert, these two coffins, one of Yosef, another, uh, the regular Aaron that they had in the Mishkan, they're going together. And the people who were walking next to it, they would say, What's the deal with these two uh, uh, boxes? Amru Echad Shalmet, one of them is a dead guy, Vechad Shashkin, the other one is uh, where the Torah is. 
So, and people would ask, why would the, the, the met go with the shechina? This dead person, he kept all the mitzvot in, in this uh, box. And that's why they go together. Now, wait a second. If Moshe didn't take care of Yosef, Israel would not have taken care of it. But didn't we say the bones of Yosef that Bene Israel took out of Egypt? They put in Shechem. Really, everyone did. And also, here's another question. If Bnei Israel didn't take care of Yosef, the whole Shevet Yosef, no one would take care of him. That area where they put Yosef was important. It was like their inheritance. It was a big thing. So then why didn't they deal with it? So Amru, the people, the Bnei Yosef said, "Look, uh, let uh, let uh, the people take care of him because it's more kavod for our great grandfather that is that he's being taken care of by the public than just us." And Vetu, and they also said, "Amru, leave it alone that it's better that the Gdolim take care of our great grandfather meaning Moshe take care of him more than just regular Israel and the Kavru Bishchem they put him in Shechem my Shana Bishchem why Shechem so Amar Bihama because that's where they stole and that's where the Ishmaelim took him and that's where they're going to put him back so now we have psukim uh, that are contradicting. Ketiva ikach Moshe ta'atzmot Yosef imo. Moshe took care of Yosef. Uchtivet ta'atzmot Yosef asher he'ilu b'nei Israel, meaning b'nei Israel took care of him. So Amar Rabbi Hama Rabbi Hanina kol ha'osed davar velogi maro. Anyone who did something and didn't finish it, uba her ugmaron. Someone else came and finished it. Ma'ale alav katuv al shegemaro ke'ilu asa. The pasuk says about the one who finished it as if he did the entire thing. Rabbi Lazar Omer. They take him in the Shemaim, they take him down from his Gedulah. Since he tried to save Yosef, but he didn't finish the job, then they took him down. If someone starts a mitzvah and doesn't finish it, then uh, then he, he ends up having to bury his wife and children. His wife dies, his other two children die. Why was Yosef called bones even while he was still alive? He said, you should take my bones when you're still alive. Because he didn't protest it for his father's honor. Because the brothers kept on saying, Our father, your, your slave. And he didn't tell them to stop that. Why did Yosef pass away before his brothers? Because he conducted himself in a manner of leadership. And it says in the Pasuk, Yosef Hurad Mitzrayma, Yosef was taken down to Egypt. Don't say Hurad, he was taken down. Ela Horid. He took down When Yosef got there, he lowered the sorcerers of Paro, the astrologers, from their greatness. They couldn't figure out the the the, the dream. Really, Potiphar bought him for himself. He wanted to do Mishkav Zakhur with him. 
Ba'gavriel, Ufir'o, came Malakavriel, and he castrated Potiphar, and he couldn't do anything. Potiphar, in the beginning it just said Potiphar, it says Potifera, meaning the allusion to the angel coming and castrating Potiphar. Now we learned the Mishnah, Milanu Gadom Moshe, who's greater than Moshe, and Hashem took care of Moshe, Vayom Hashem Elai Rav Lach. Hashem told Moshe in Pashat Vet Hanan, that's it, stop over here, no more praying. Amar Bilevi, Berav Biser, Berav Biseruhu. Moshe called out with the word Rav, and they called back to him with the word Rav. Meaning, Berav Biser, because he told Korah Rav Lachem Ben Elevi, that's too much for you. And Berav Biseru, and when they talked to Moshe, they told him Rav Lach, meaning that's it, it's too much for you. Stop praying about Eretzel. Rav Lach, Rav Yesh Lach. You already got too much, meaning it's time for Yeshua, Umanu, Yeshua. Another thing is, We don't want people to say that the Master Hashem is very, very hard, and how stubborn the student is, meaning Hashem is not listening to Moshe, and Moshe is not listening to Hashem. We don't want to do this. Just just stop it. And why is that? Because, and why all this is because the greater the camel, the more he could take a load, meaning the more Hashem pays attention to all these small uh, details, and uh, Hashem had to, 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 to punish, me, uh, punish him, and that was it. Don't pray anymore, and that's it. We're going to have to stop right, uh, right here. Moshe said, I'm 120 years old today, and I cannot go back and forth. There's no reason to say Hayom. Rather, Hayom al Today, I filled up my days. That's it. Teach you that Hakadosh Baruch Hu completes the years of Sadikim from day to day, from month to month. The days of your life I'm going to fill. Now he said, He said, I can't no more go out and come in. My latzed velavo, what does that mean? Ile ma latzed velavo mamash, if it's really, that's what it means to go in and out, and he can't walk anymore, vaketiv. But said Moshe ben Me'avir, Sim Shanai was 120 years old, bimoto, when he died, lo nas leho, his saliva didn't stop. Uchtiv ayal Moshe ma'arvot mo'av el ha'nevo, he went all the way from Mo'av, all the way up the mountain to ha'nevo, v'tanya shetem a'isei ma'alot, there was 12 steps of Sa'an Moshe b'sayahat, and Moshe jumped in one jump. You see, he slid his power. That's it. He couldn't continue going back and forth with the words of Torah. At that point, the gates of Chokhmah were closed and you couldn't learn any more Torah. Moshe and Yeshua went and That Shabbat Moshe passed away there was two couples on that uh, Shabbat. Meaning there was two great rabbis on that day. Moshe in the beginning, Yeshua at the end. 
the leadership position was taken from Moshe and given to Yehoshua. And Amar in Malay Mikra Katuv, if it wasn't for the Pasuk, actually say it, Eve Shalom, we wouldn't be able to say this on our own. Hechan Moshe met when Moshe passed away, Bechalkoshel Reuven in Reuven Zeredichti, Vayal Moshe Marvot Moavel Arnebo. And Unbo Bechalkoshel Reuven Kaiman, Nebo was in Reuven Zeredichti, Ubner Reuven Banu, etc., etc., Vet Nebo. They also built Nebo, meaning that there was three Nevi'im who passed away there. Moshe Aaron and Miriam. So Vehechal Moshe Kabur, so where was Moshe buried? Bechalkoshel God in God's area. Dichtiv, it says by God, Vayareshit Elo. Over there it says Halkat Mehokek Safun. That's the area of Mehokek, the one who gives us the, the, the laws. That's where he's uh, hiding. And from Reuven's area to God's area, how far was it? Four mil. So who took him those four mil? We see from here that Moshe was in the wings of the Shekhinah and that brought him from Reuven's area to God's area. And the angels were eulogizing and they said, Tzidkat Hashem Asav Mishpatav Misrael. He did Tzidkat Hashem and he did the laws with Israel. And Hashem said, Who's going to fight the bad people? Shmuel Amar that Hashem said, Who's going to be like Moshe, who's able to compromise between Hashem and Bnei Israel? Hashem eulogized Where will we be able to find wisdom after Moshe? Hashem eulogized him with those words, that Moshe's death was big for Hashem. Semalion, he was the name of Hakam Semalion, Amar, Vayam Ocham Moshe, that the eulogy was that Moshe died over there, Safra Rabad Israel, who was the great sofer of Israel, the great teacher, the great rabbi. Tanyar Bili Ezra Gadolomer, that Shenem Asar Mil Al Shenem Asar Mil, the voice that went out when Moshe passed away was 12 mil by 12 mil, Keneged Mahane Israel, that was the area where Benesel were. were. Bad call Mashmiya Vomer Vayamot Moshe Safara Bad Israel. The Bad call was saying Moshe, the great rabbi of Israel, passed away. Vishomrim, some say Lomet Moshe, that Moshe did not pass away, just his body went up the Shamaim like Eliyahu sort of thing. Ketivacha Vayamocha Muktivatam, it says that uh, 40 days that Moshe was in the Shamaim, but he Shamaim Hashem. So you have Sham, Shamala, Alan, Omedum, Shamesh, the same way. In those 40 days when he was in the heaven, he was uh, serving Hashem. Afkan, also after he passed away, Omedum, Shamesh, he's also serving Hashem in the heaven. They buried him in the valley of Eretz Moav facing Bet Peor. There's a sign in a sign. Meaning there's so many hints to where Moshe is, but still, nobody knows where he's buried. And still one time, the evil empire, the Romans, they sent to the uh, the leader, the king, or the governor of Bet Peor area, and they told him, I want you to show us where Moshe is buried. 
and he showed him the mountain and Amdullah Mala When they went up the mountain, it looked like his burial spot was on the bottom. Uh, when they went to the bottom, it looked like he was on the top. They split up the two set, the two groups. The one on top, they think it's on the bottom. The ones on the bottom, they said, no, he's on the top. Uphold what it says in the Torah. Nobody knows where he's buried. Even Moshe Rabbeinu himself doesn't know where he's buried. Because it says, Nobody knows where he's buried. They're calling him Isha Elohim, and he himself is an Ish, and he, it says, no, no Ish knows where he's buried. So Moshe Rabbeinu himself didn't know where he's buried. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem Le'olam. Amen. Ve'amen.